So as you're sitting here today, um, you are a masterpiece. Um, It doesn't matter where you're at in your walk with Jesus. Um, God literally sees you as that way. Um, He sees you as a finished product. Um, He's got a purpose and a plan for you. And so what we want to do this summer is talk about how God uses different avenues, different ways in in our relationship with him to draw him close, draw us close to him so we get to know him better. Uh, And also it helps refine us into the masterpiece that God has called us to be. Uh, So we're going to be doing that all summer long. And I'm also excited because, because it's called Masterpiece. Um, us as a staff, we all sat together and we were talking about the different avenues that God uses, but also our gifts and talents. Um, so one of the things I'm going to do while I'm teaching today is I'm going to try to paint. Um, so I did this first service and it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I was like, Bob Ross makes this look so easy. Um, so anybody in here seen Bob Ross? Yes. Okay. So when I was growing up, um, and I would stay with my granny all the time, um, I would hang out at her house and she would watch Bob Ross and then she would would record it on her VHS. And, um, I'm like, it's crazy that there's kids in here that might not even know like recording a VHS. That to me just bothers me a little bit, but well, you know, I digress. (laughs) Um, so anyway, we would watch, um, uh, Bob Ross and we would record those. And what she would do is she would watch it and then hit pause and paint. So I got to watch my grandmother paint. She would oil paint, and uh, my mom painted as well. And so some of the brushes that I have here today are my grandmother's, and some of them are my mom's. And um, the cool part is they are older, um, and so, like, they do different things because they're they're tools that have been passed down. And so we're going to be talking about how painting and prayer kind of come together But first, let's talk about masterpieces a little bit more. So we're going to show a couple of paintings up on the screen, and we'll see if you guys know what they are. Mona Lisa. Yes, it's the Mona Lisa. So the Mona Lisa um, actually took about four years for him to complete. Who's actually seen this thing live? Okay, were you guys a little like underwhelmed? Because it's small. Like it's not, it's not like this big piece of artwork. It's actually quite small. Um, and it took him years to do and it took him um, several attempts. He actually redid this thing a couple of times. He wasn't planning on selling it. He was planning on keeping it for himself. Um, so that was one of, one of the masterpieces that we know. What's another one? Who painted this? Monet. Very good. Um, there's some people in the tech booth we were talking earlier that they're like, I have no clue what, you're, what pictures are what up here. So you're going to have to like talk as we go. So I, there's some people that are getting an education today too. Um, art education. Yes, this is Monet. What about this one? Oh, I thought I tricked a couple people. Yes, it's, this is a Monet as well. Um, this is actually Monet's bridge. Uh, what's next? Sistine Chapel. Mm-hmm. This one actually, I'm shocked at this. This one actually took four years as well. Um, that would take me a lot longer than four years to complete. So I'm actually a little quite um, impressed with that one. Um, what about this one? Come on. Come on now. Okay, there we go. All right. I was like, I was going to say we're a little, a little worried if we don't know what this one is. So it might be a whole other sermon on another day. Um, yes, this is the Last Supper. Um, this one also took a long time. It's actually huge. It's actually pretty big. Um, but all of these paintings are masterpieces. We recognize them. They're unique. They're special. Um, they were created with a purpose. The artist had a reason. So um, let's throw the Monet Bridge one back up there for me. So what I found out that was really interesting about this painting and and most of Monet's Water Lilies series is he actually grew all of the stuff that um, he painted. Um, This is his garden. Um, The name of the garden, I want to make sure I say it right, is Giverny. He called it the Giverny Garden, and it's actually in his backyard, um, or was in his backyard. And so this is a bridge that he actually built 
All of the water lilies that you see in his paintings, he grew. Um, he chose what botanicals he wanted. He said that he wanted to create a garden that, that he could actually like see, then he painted it. So not only did he paint and spend a lot of time with these paintings, he actually cultivated it um, from the very, very beginning. He had a picture of what he wanted. And so that's kind of why we're going to talk about painting today, because a lot of times when it comes to our prayer life, we need to treat it more like a masterpiece or an art piece, like a painting. Um, painting takes a lot of time. Um, it takes time to learn. Um, for me, I have been watching YouTube videos and stuff here and there to learn how to do it. Um, I watched my grandmother paint, so I've watched other people paint. Um, but it takes, it takes some work and it takes some art to, to actually learn how to do it. So as I'm going, you'll have to give grace because, yeah, like I said, this morning we tried doing this and it went, it went well. I think it went okay. Um, yeah, so, but Bob Ross totally makes this look a lot easier. So um, we're going to be talking about today how God uses prayer to refine us a little bit deeper um, in our relationships with him because um, it actually shows us where our faith is at. So we'll get started on here. I decided not to do um, trees because I'm like, oh, then I'm going to have to talk about happy little trees and and then I was like, well, if we do clouds, then we got to talk about the fluffy white clouds. You know, if you guys have watched Bob Ross, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So anyway, um, so with prayer, um, it actually takes us a lot of time to grow a prayer life. Um, just kind of like painting or like gardening, like Monet. My friend, Melissa, I got to see her on Friday. And her garden has been a garden that I have admired since I was 14 years old. She's a woman that... Um, I was 14 and was wanting to learn how to play piano and flute, and she would let me come to her house, and we would play music, and then we would have hot tea together, and we just got to know each other. And so I am now 32, and we're still really close friends and in different stages in our life. And um, as some of you guys know, my husband and I just recently uh, started to do foster care. Um, we were kind of tossed into it. Um, we currently have um, three kids under the age of two. Yes, you heard that right. Yes, yes you did. Three kids under the age of two in my house right now, um, which I was pretty excited that I got to paint up on stage because I haven't gotten to do this in a while. If you are a mom of toddlers, you get me. <laughs> there is no time. Um, so yeah, we, we've uh, started recently doing that and and so it's just been interesting trying to find our own rhythm and, and everything um, when it comes to our own relationships um, with God. But yeah, he's revealed a lot of cool things through this whole process, especially just as a church. Um, we've, we've watched our prayer lives just skyrocket. Um, my husband and I, we've been praying for kids for a long time, and we didn't think that this was going to be the, the avenue that God was going to use. But um, he ended up using it that way, and it's been really neat um, to watch because we've been praying different things and um, been praying for provision. We've been praying for um, the kids, and this morning we were on our way to church, which my one of the toddlers, who's almost two, she'll actually be two next Sunday, um, she was so excited to come to church. And that made my heart so happy as a kids ministry leader. Like she was so excited to come to church. But she came and she actually sat in here and worshiped with the worship team um, for a while. They let her kind of come in here and, and worship and, um, and pray. And, 
Um, it was cute to watch her get all excited and stuff. But, but we've been praying for, you know, God to do some cool things in all of this. And um, it's been neat to watch the church run. Um, I was talking to Pastor Brad about this at one of our meetings recently. And I was like, I just wish the church knew, like, every little thing that you guys have um, done for those kids so far has been amazing um, to watch people bring meals and um, stuff like that. And you guys have no clue that you're answering a prayer with those small little steps. So, so we're going to let that dry for a minute. Um, so anyway, um, so it's been neat to watch how God has used my own prayer life um, and has shaped it in a cool different way. And so we're going to talk about how God uses prayer to reveal his character um, and how he also reveals our relationship with him and the desire of our heart. So those are the things that we're going to walk through this morning. So first of all, how in the world does God use prayer to refine us? Well, one of the ways is he reveals his character as our father. Um, earlier, you heard Greg reading um, from scripture. Jesus is the first one to tell us that we are supposed to pray to our father. Um, he doesn't call him our creator or our king. He says that we need to pray to our father who's in heaven. And so that's a super important piece because when we start talking about prayer, prayer is most effective when we're starting to talk in family terms. Um, most of us have come from maybe from a background of God maybe be a God that like looks to pull the rug out from under people, um, that he's a, you know, just a just God. And he is a just God, but he's also good. And so it's recognizing that as we develop our prayer life, we get to know who he is a lot better um, when we spend time with him. It's kind of like when you get to know somebody, if you spend just a couple hours with them, you kind of get an idea of who they are. But if you really spend a lifetime with somebody, you really get to know their character and you get to know who they are and um, their, their aspirations and dreams for you in that friendship or in that relationship. And so as you start talking to God more and more and more, um, you get to know his character way, way more, which is pretty cool. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just most effective when we actually talk to him that way. It's a way for us to get to know him. Um, one of the verses we'd like, I'd like for us to read together um, is in Ephesians. If you guys will post that up. If we could read this together, that'd be great. It's, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. This is the, the emphasis behind why we're doing this Masterpiece series, because everybody in this room, um, at one point or another, you're struggling with your own identity and who God is and who God has created you to be. Some of you guys have been in a relationship with God for a long time or with Jesus, and you've, you've been following him since you were little. Some of you guys haven't made that decision yet, and you're still trying to check out this whole who is Jesus um, to me and, and who, who is he and what has he done on the cross for me. And so um, it doesn't matter where you're at. My challenge to you is no matter where you're at in your relationship, you can spend time in prayer. Um, it doesn't matter where you're at. This is an opportunity where you guys can actually spend time talking to um, your Heavenly Father. And so um, one way that we can do this and talk about um, and, and see where our prayer life is actually at is that God actually uses prayer to reveal our relationship with Him. So one of the ways that He does that is helps us see, are we using prayer or are we serving in prayer? So I'm going to keep painting a little bit and talk about this whole concept. Um, because I recognized long ago, I was saved when I was six years old. Um, I started following Jesus. I was amazed that God would love me so much that he would send his son Jesus to die on the cross for me. And um, to me it was, I don't know, I was enamored by it. I thought it was pretty cool that um, somebody loved me that much. And over the years, my prayer life has actually grown deeper and deeper and deeper. And there's been times I've prayed and I've literally been um, 
you know, on the floor crying. I've had times where I've prayed in a car um, where I've been upset or um, there's been times where I've been praying and I'm happy. Um, but God's definitely used prayer um, to draw me closer to him and show me like exactly who he is and what, what he wants from me. Um, and so with the using versus serving piece, this is a way for us to see kind of where we're at. So everybody in this room fits in one of those categories, and sometimes we flip back and forth, um, and we go back and forth in those categories. So if you are a user in prayer, this is where you're pretty much just asking God for things all the time. It's okay for us to ask God for things, but the primary focus of prayer um, is more for us to get to know him um, and recognize his goodness. And so if you're spending most of your time asking him for things, it's fine, but um, you're going to miss the whole point because he actually wants us to get to know him um, through prayer. And so kind of looking at your prayer life, are you asking more for things or are you actually spending time asking him to show you um, things about you and the things that you want to get to know um, about your relationship with him? And so you can start asking him things like show him your heart, show, um, show things that you need to change, show things that you need to work on. Um, those are ways that you can um, enhance your prayer life too. Um, are you thanking God for things? Do you have a heart of gratitude? Um, and that's kind of where I was getting with the, you know, with the kids piece. Like we've literally, we haven't had a need yet um, because God has just provided. And it's been so beautiful to get to watch um, how he's literally answered prayers that sometimes we haven't even actually <laughs> asked for those things yet. Um, so it's been really neat to, to watch that. But some of you guys might be in a season where prayer is really hard, um, where it's just difficult to pray because you don't know what to pray or how to pray. Um, and so I'm hoping that some of this stuff will resonate with you guys today. So um, another way to tell is, are you just praying when you're in trouble? Um, when we pray and when we're just in trouble, we kind of miss the point because God wants us to use prayer to get to know him. Um, and we start recognizing his voice um, when we pray to him more and more often. And so you can tell the difference between truth and lies um, that are being told to you because you're actually spending time in scripture. Um, are you praying with your own agenda? Um, this is something that, you know, with, with the season we're in right now, um, the kids that we have in our home, we love dearly. Um, I would love to adopt all three of them. I don't know what God's plan is going to be in that, but we've been praying desperately for their parents, for their families, um, for God's will to be done in that. But what we have to recognize is um, we're praying that, but we have to be open-handed um, about all of those things and that God will answer the prayer the way that he sees fit because he's got a story that he's writing. And it's not just mine, it's these three kids as well. And so at the end of the day, I have to recognize that not only is God listening to me, he's also good and he's trustworthy and um, he's not there out to hurt or to get at me. Like he's not there to, to do those things. And, and that's something I grew up kind of in that kind of environment of, of feeling like God was just waiting to watch me mess up. And as soon as I messed up, he could pull the rug out from underneath me. And I, the more time I've spent in prayer, I'm recognizing that that's actually not the case at all, um, that that's not who God is. And so I'm hoping the more you guys get to know him, you'll start seeing that as well. Servers talk about God, um, about their prayer life differently when God doesn't answer. So we're at a spot where if God doesn't answer the prayer that we are specifically praying for, it's recognizing that God's still good. Um, 
Another way that he helps refine us through our, through our walk with prayer is he actually uses prayer to fulfill a desire that we have. So we are built for relationships. We're built for connectedness. We're built um, to want to have that relationship with God. He's actually wired us to need that connection. And so that's why it's nice when we get together as a church, we're able to celebrate that and praise God for that um, and, and get to worship God in that because we're wired that way. That's the way God has actually designed us. And sometimes we can get mixed up and trying to find all these other avenues to fill that desire in our hearts. And God's like, all I need for you to do is pray. <laughs> like we can actually have that feeling and that, um, and that desire filled by just spending time with God in prayer. And so there's a couple of things that you guys can do. Um, and I'm going to keep painting as we keep doing this. Um, there's a couple of things that you guys can do to work on your prayer life if you're like, this is just non-existent. Um, one of those is spending time. So um, I was laughing because Brad and I were talking about this whole idea of painting um, on stage, which I was like, ah, this will be easy. This will be great. Um, and he had all these grand scheme ideas of things I could paint. And I was like, I think your ideas of what I can do in 35 minutes is quite... Um, I don't know, just a little bit too big. I'm like, there's no way that that's, that's doable. Um, so yeah, we, he had a lot of great ideas. Um, he actually drew some of them out on a whiteboard. Um, there's a reason he's not up here painting <laughs> right now. Um, I mean, it was, it was a good idea. Like, there were great ideas in there. But so yeah, we were talking about like what to paint and, um, and why, because it takes layers. Um, it takes different... Um, it takes time to dry between each one. Um, my first painting that I did where I thought I was just awesome sauce, and I was like, oh, I could do this. This will be easy. I tried to paint a, um, a ship, like a pirate ship, because there's just something beautiful about man-of-war ships. Like, those big, you know what I'm talking about with the big sails? And I had this beautiful picture in my head, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. It was horrible. Um, I would show you a picture, but it wasn't Pinterest-worthy, so I didn't take one, and so I don't have one. <laughs> So, um, but anyway, it takes time. And so we were talking about how, um, you know, with painting, it takes time. But he had all these great ideas. And I'm like, that's going to totally defeat the purpose if I create this amazing masterpiece in 35 minutes. Um, because it's supposed to take time. So I actually did part of this ahead of time. And, um, and I was thinking about what to actually do. Because... Um, when we miss the whole point of prayer and like God being our father, like we miss the whole point. So let me get this going so I can tie it together here in a minute. There we go. Okay. All right. So it takes time. Um, when we are praying and talking to God, um, we need to take the time to actually do it. And so I'm going to finish this up as we're talking, but um, I love this. I found this for kids' ministry at one point, and um, I think it resonates with us as adults, too. Kids pray in a way that I, we need to be praying. Um, they tend to go to prayer first before worrying, and um, I've taken lessons from that um, several times. But I love this. It says, you can pray anywhere, in the whales of a belly like Jonah, on a bed like Hezekiah, in a dungeon like Jeremiah, on a rooftop like Peter— in a lion's den like Daniel, or in a garden like Jesus. And it just gives you that idea that in all of these situations, 
these people didn't necessarily know exactly what was going to happen. Now Jesus did, but, um, but all these people had no clue how God was going to come through and, and answer. And, and we can resonate with that today because some of you guys are praying through a job loss. Some of you guys are praying through health issues. Some of you guys are praying because you're in school and you're getting ready to enter into the sixth grade. I know there's several of you that are getting ready to go into middle school, and that's, that's kind of scary. Um, some of you guys are going into high school, and that's scary. Some of you guys are starting college here shortly. Um, some of you parents are losing your kids. You guys are getting ready to be empty nesters. And so there's just all of the, these different scenarios that are going on, but God can meet you in those through um, having a healthy prayer life. So taking the time to do that is super important. Um, also, you need to make sure that we're praying with gratitude um, for the time that you have. Um, so last night I was sitting there with the kids and um, it was fun to watch them um, we were watching Veggie Tales and stuff, and um, and it was great. But they they love watching that kind of stuff. But but we were before they go to bed. You know, we prayed, and um, it just hit me that I'm actually getting the opportunity to parent, and I always wanted to do that. That's been a prayer of my husband and I's for a long time, and so I don't want to waste it. I don't want to. Um, I want to make sure that I'm actually enjoying it. Um, every single diaper change, every single temper tantrum that's going on. Um, with the two-year-old who thinks that she knows it all, um, you know, and so, um, you know, we want to, I want to make sure that I'm enjoying each piece, and so even when we're in a time uh, or a season where things are just hard, um, I know that sometimes that can be the hardest time to actually pray and talk to God, um, and so it's, it's finding ways to do that because God wants to meet us in those hard spaces, um, those are the, the types of spots where God can reveal his character and that he's there with you. And you can notice his promises taking shape and taking form. Um, and, and it happens like right before your eyes. And so um, actually having a heart of gratitude. Some of you might be here today and you're like, I have nothing, to, like I'm having a hard time finding what to be grateful for. You've got people in your life that are struggling with addiction or struggling with, um, you know, alcohol or um, they're struggling with their jobs, or you, you're just seeing them make bad choices um, in their life. And so you're like, I have no clue what to even pray. And um, the cool part is, is that we can pray knowing that God knows our hearts. And so you can spend time in prayer knowing the fact that God actually hears you. Um, and you can pray without words. Um, God hears that. And so my encouragement to you is as you're praying and as you're trying to find what it is that um, you're grateful for in this season, um, there's something. There's something that you can actually be grateful for um, in this season where it's super, super hard. And it might take you actually going and sharing with somebody your struggles, um, that you're actually having a hard time with something, and um, you need to actually share that with somebody else so they can actually be praying for you, because um, that's super helpful as well. We've, we can tell that people have been praying um, for our family and the things going on in our home and the families that are impacted by this whole situation because, um, yeah, God's just doing some cool things and it's been fun to actually get to, to witness that and see how God is actually, like, working through all of that. Um, so, how yeah, having a heart of gratitude um, is super important. Um, and I've seen that over and over again by different people where they've dealt with um, horrible diagnosis of cancer and stuff, and they're still trying to find ways that they can be thankful that God's just coming through for them, so, um, which is pretty cool um, that, that you can witness that. 
But finding people that you can confide in is super important. Um, another way that you can increase your prayer life and, um, and continue to get refined by who God is um, is actually just recognizing that it takes a lot of work. And hang on, I can't talk and do this thing then. There we go. <laughs> I know, I was like, oh, I can multitask. This is great. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot harder than what you think. Bob Ross really does make it look way simpler. Um, but no, it's super hard. You need to pray with perseverance um, in mind. Um, praying is hard, especially when you're not getting the answer that you wanted. Um, my husband and I, we've been praying for kids um, since we got married. We'll be celebrating our 12-year wedding anniversary um, this July. And um, God's answering it through um, these kids right now, which is pretty cool. But it's been a long time. Um, as you know, like Pastor Brandon and his wife, like they prayed for years um, to, to be able to have kids. And um, their situation, ours, ours is kind of similar. But he's like, you guys pulled a Brandon. Because um, he had, you know, the three kiddos. Um, and, but they'd been praying. And I remember every staff meeting, um, you know, he would add that to the prayer list of like, you know, this is a desire of our hearts and we would love to have children. And I watched him do that um, week after week. And um, there was a point where I was just like, okay, God, like, when's enough enough? Like, when do we stop praying for those desires of our heart? And I was really challenged with, um, it's never, it's, it's praying with, um, with perseverance and, um, and letting other people in on that. Um, and I watched that through several people. I've watched people pray through, you know, tough situations. You guys have heard how Pastor Brad's talked about that with his daughter and just her diagnosis and stuff. And um, I was diagnosed when I was um, 10 with lupus, so I get it. It's a little, uh, hers is a little bit different. Um, but that's hard, like when you've got a loved one that's um, struggling with health stuff and, and finding ways that you can be grateful for the things that God's doing in that time and praying with perseverance that actually God's got a plan and a purpose. And so um, Luke 18.1, if you guys will post that up there for me real quick. It says, you know, one day Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. Um, in other translations of that, it actually talks about how um, we shouldn't pray and grow faint, um, that, that we shouldn't grow weary, because praying can be really, really hard. Um, it can be hard on you, and it can be hard on the people around you, especially when you're not getting exactly what you want. And so um, my encouragement to you is with all of this that we need to have an intentional prayer life. You, you have to actually put time into it. You've got to have gratitude. Um, you need to recognize that, that God is in the middle of it and that he's there with you all the time. But it, it does take work. Um, but yeah, my friend Melissa, she's got a beautiful garden. I love it. Um, but yeah, it takes a lot of work for her to get to that. And I tried doing that. And she recently was telling me what was in my backyard. I showed her pictures of it. And um, she was sad because, like, a lot of it had weeds, and I thought that they were flowers. I was like, oh, these are pretty. And she's like, Jessica, that's a weed. Um, and uh, I've always asked her how in the world she has the garden that she does, but it's just because she spends time doing it. Um, and I, uh, yeah, there was a bush that's actually out there right now, and I remembered the word first service. And now I'm like, I don't remember what it is now, but hostas. That's it. That's a hostas. That's it. Um, so she'll be proud of me for that one. But yeah, it's a hostas. And so she was telling me how to take care of it. But sometimes you just need people to help you. Um, if you guys don't have a prayer life that you are really enjoying, um, that you want to grow deeper in your faith with Jesus, um, get help. Join a group this um, fall. Um, find somebody that's willing to disciple you. And um, we're talking about that as a church. 
that we need to um, be a church that, that creates disciples, that makes disciples. Um, if you feel like you're gifted in that area of prayer, we actually have um, a prayer team that, that serves every single week. They, they stand in the back. Um, Sarah was joking about them being in the corner. They really are in the corner most of the time. Um, and they're there. They want to pray with you. Um, if you need somebody to pray with, normally the worship team will pray with you um, after a service. But you have people that want to come alongside you and, and help you with that um, because it's, it's so important. And the reason I chose the painting that I did is because when we are praying, if we miss the whole point that God is our Father, we miss the whole point altogether. Um, we can pray to God as our King, we can pray to Him as our Creator, but at the end of the day, if we don't know Him as our Father, um, that's the part that's the super important part. When I first um, started here, I remember like people would pray, um, you know, to their father or to their papa, and um, that to me was very foreign. Like I knew God was my Father, but that to me was a very foreign concept. And so that's one of the things that God um, really has been working on um, in me this whole time is recognizing that God loves me and that he is um, my savior. He's my friend. Um, he's my creator. But most of all, um, you know, he's my father in heaven. And um, that I have sonship in that when, I, when I've made that decision to follow him, um, I actually have sonship with him in that. And that's, that's super cool uh, to know that, that he loves me that much, um, that he would die on the cross for me, that he wants a relationship with me, that he pursues me daily. So there's probably some of you in here today that are just wondering where God is even at right now. Um, he's with you. He's there with you. He, you just have to reach out um, and actually talk to him. Um, prayer, we overcomplicate it, I think, at times, because it literally is just a conversation with God. It doesn't have to be this um, hugely uh, long prayer. I mean, even scripture, we just read it a little bit ago. It doesn't have to be um, long or big or big words, and uh, he, he hears that, and he wants, he wants our hearts at the end of the day is kind of what he's wanting. So, so what we're going to do here in a minute, I'm getting close to what I want on it. Um, we're actually going to take some time, like as I'm finishing this up, just to pray um, for different things that are going on in your life um, and in mine. Um, prayer is a conversation with God. If you are here today and you don't know God as your, as your father, um, ask him to show you what that looks like um, because he would be happy to, to talk to you about it in so many different ways. It might be through the song that we're getting ready to sing um, where we're singing about surrender Maybe you need to surrender, like, your life, and maybe you need to surrender, um, you know, your, your plans um, for your future. Maybe you need to um, move and actually talk to somebody that you um, have really struggled with. Maybe you need to um, work on a relationship with somebody before you pray, or maybe there's somebody in this room that, that desperately just needs you to go sit with them, and, like, you know who that is, and they need somebody to sit with them and just pray. Um, alongside them. They, they might not share with you what's exactly going on in their life, but maybe they just need that. And so I would encourage you when we get ready to sing um, for you to do that. So let's take some time um, as I'm finishing this. Let's all bow our heads um, and just pray together um, over a couple of things. So Father, I just want to thank you. Um, thank you for the gift of painting. Um, thank you for um, having people in my life that um, modeled prayer um, in a really cool way. 
where I could actually see you working. Um, thank you for this church, um, for the provision that they've provided, um, for um, just using their gifts and talents to, to help serve a community. Um, Father, it's just fun to get to watch and get to be part of that. Um, thank you for a worship team that loves to just sing and um, share their praises with you. Um, Father, I just pray uh, this, this morning, it's just been heavy on my heart um, for the farmers in our community um, with all the rain. Um, Father, I just pray that rain will cease um, and that they'll see that you're the great provider and that, that you've got it and that you've got things under control and um, that, you, that you're, you are hearing those prayers. So Father, I pray for that. Um, Father, I pray for our kids that are getting ready to go um, into school. Um, summer just seems so much shorter than it used to be. Um, I pray that they just get to enjoy their summer and um, get to spend time with their family and not be so busy that they actually get to stop and, and spend time with you and spend time with their family members. Um, Father, I pray that if there's somebody here today that doesn't know you, um, that they will literally just reach out and say, Father, I just want to get to know you. Like, help me see you as my heavenly father. Um, help me get past my own issues with my own earthly dad, like my own relationships here, and um, get to know you better. Um, father, I just pray that if there's somebody here that um, is really just struggling, that they will reach out um, for help today, that they will reach out for prayer, that they'll reach out for company um, and community, um, and that people will just want to dive deeper. Um, Father, you know my, my heart in all of this um, and sharing and, and, you know, trying to put this whole message piece together is literally just, I, my hope and prayer is that people get to know you um, and get the opportunity to know you the way that I've gotten the opportunity to. Um, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that, that you um, saved me at such a young age um, where I've gotten to know you over the years. And so, Father, I pray that for the people in this room and um, giving us a time to um, to celebrate that. So in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.